Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash Entitled Parents. Now, in today's video, I've only got one story for you, but it is mental. As you can tell by the title, it involves an entitled kid hitting someone else with a wooden chair. That's only the start, though. When we get into the entitlement, guys, you will know exactly what I mean. Before we do jump into that, though, if you aren't already subscribed to my channel, please consider hitting that button. Over half of you watching right now, according to my analytics, are not subscribed, and I'm trying to hit 600,000 by the end of 2020. If I do that, I'm letting you guys decide what color i dye my hair so you know what it's kind of in your interest hit the button let's get into the video how i ruined 2013 thanksgiving by getting mad at an entitled kid for deliberately hitting me with a wooden chair so this all happened seven years ago when i was a 16 year old boy it was thanksgiving and the family was going to get together for it but the majority of people going to the party were a part of my stepmom's family and her entire family including herself happened to be the most narcissistic folk you would ever know in your life they could accidentally give you a serious injury and still somehow make it your fault my dad wasn't any better honestly all he ever cared about was women and his reputation i used to lie to save his reputation but i'm not hiding it anymore Anyways, my dad, my stepmom, my stepbrother, and I all got ready and started heading over to my stepmom's parents' house. And on the way, they both gave me and my stepbrother a lecture on being on your best behavior. And we will take you home if you ruin this day. I was honestly not at all interested in going to this party. I knew that I was going to be the only teen there, so there isn't anyone my age to socialize with. And trying to socialize with a bunch of narcissists is like trying to find the edge of a sphere. Also, also, there was a specific person who was going to be there a sadistic eight-year-old demon child we will call tyrant because his real name honestly sounded very close to that tyrant is literally the ideal nightmare bully we all were scared of encountering when we were in elementary school he would pick on others for his own amusement get physical kill bugs and rodents and have a maniacal giggle as he did any of this Worst of all, Tyrant's parents enabled this. They would excuse anything he did, no matter how bad it was, and say it's because he has a learning disability and we should go easy on him. This I honestly had a hard time believing because I was born with a learning difficulty myself and high-functioning autism, so I just could not accept the thought that all of this was at the fault of a learning disability. Now that I look back on it, he and his parents were very much like the Dursley family. So, when we arrived at the house, we were let in by my stepmom's dad, and the house was full of people. Some I know, and some I didn't know. I looked around and did not see Tyrants or his parents in sight, and got a little excited, thinking I wouldn't have to deal with the little devil. But before I could relax, my dad told me that I need to go to the children's room with my stepbrother. I paused for a moment and then asked him why I can't stay out in the living room. And he said, the owner's rule is children go into the children's room. Now go in there. I tried to rebel. 
tell him that at 16 I shouldn't be forced into a room full of kids way younger than me But he got mad and threatened to take me home with no food I honestly don't know why I didn't take that instead of staying because it would have been a lot better than what is to come But I guess I was hungry and I chose to stay So I went to the children's room The children's room was a small square-shaped room that had one couch, some toy bins, a children's wooden table with chairs, and a TV. There were at least three kids in there, one being the demon spawn himself, Tyrant, who is talking to his parents. His parents are just dropping him off into the room, telling him to be a good little angel, etc., and they go to leave the room. Now, as they are leaving, they don't even acknowledge my existence, nearly bumping into me as they approach the door. It boggles my mind how people are fine with being so rude, especially to those way younger than them. After they left the room, Tyrant let out an excited screech and went ballistic on the toy bins, throwing things out everywhere. I just sat there on the couch trying to cancel out the inhumane noises made by this child when I remembered that there is a TV in this room. I thought that maybe if I turned on some cartoons that I would be able to calm him down. So I looked for the remotes. I search around the room and there is no remote to be found. After looking for it, I decided to leave the room to go ask my stepmom's parents if they knew where it was. When I got to them, I was greeted with a, what are you doing out here? And I asked them if they knew where the remotes were. My stepmom's dad then told me that he took them away before we all got here so we can make the kids play together and not stare at a screen like zombies. They then told me to go back to the room and my stepmom's mum followed me back. When I got back to the room, it was a mess. Tyrant managed to trash the entire room the one single minute I was gone. My stepmom's mum told me, since you are the oldest in here, I expect you to clean up after the kids. Thanks. But before I could even protest that, she shut the door. I groaned in disappointment and went to go clean up the toys scattered all over. After cleaning it all up, I sat on the couch and closed my eyes, letting out a sigh in boredom. Then, suddenly, I hear a loud bang. I look and see Tyrant throwing toys like an NFL quarterback. Some of the kids, including my stepbrother, move out of the way to dodge some of the flying action figures and blocks. I went out of the room and tried to get the attention of Tyrant's parents. When I got up to them, I tried to tell them what is happening, but they interrupted me, saying, No, you aren't allowed out here. Go back to the kids' room. Of course, me being the typically forcefully obedient teenager, I turned around and went back to the room, which, again, was a mess. Yet another round of cleaning up after another person's child. Hooray! Honestly, I can't believe back then why I never questioned why this eight-year-old was behaving like a four-year-old, but I guess I already had the answer when I met his parents back then for the first time. Anyways, after cleaning up yet another mess, I tried to once again lay down on the couch. I thought that maybe if I got a little nap in, I would be able to make this night go by faster. Tyrant started to calm down, so it was the perfect timing. I started to doze off when I heard the sound of children arguing. I sit back up and see Tyrant pulling toys away from my stepbrother while saying, It's mine! I intervened and told them to stop fighting. I pulled out some building blocks that I originally put away and suggested they play with these together. And they actually agreed. Thank God. 
An uneventful hour passes, and I'm starting to wonder when the food will be done. I stand up to go and ask the adults, but then I remembered that they don't like me out there, so I just peeked out the door. The adults were all at the table, talking about various stuff and laughing over terrible jokes. I saw that no food was out on the table, so I assumed that it wasn't done cooking yet. Then... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I hear a loud smack sound. I turn around and see one of the kids crying, holding their cheek, while Tyrant is giggling in the corner. I asked him what happened, and he told me that Tyrant hit him. I went over to him, who was still giggling like a pest, and tried to tell him what he did was wrong. But he interrupted me by saying, you're not my dad, and went back to playing with toys. I was just standing there, wondering what to do, seeing this little brat act like this, and the other kid still holding his cheek and sniffling. I knew that going out of the room to tell his parents would make them mad, but I gave into it and went out anyways. Before they could even tell me to go back to the room, I interrupted them and said, no, you have to listen. Tyrant is hitting the other kids and making them cry. The entire table went silent. At that point, I thought I finally had their attention, but Tyrant's mum then said, why don't you do something about that then? I told her that I in fact did, but he didn't listen to me. The adults were all mumbling to each other and Tyrant's dad then said, you are old enough to know how to deal with this. Stop being a tattletale. I looked around at the other adults with a, is he serious face? But they all looked at me disappointingly. Even my dad, who looked red and angry at me. I said, fine, and went back to the room. I was done with the BS at this rate. Tyrant was being awful and the adults were not helping. So I thought to myself that if they wanted me to handle it, then fine, I will handle it my way. As I entered the room, I of course expected it to be a mess, but it was beyond that. The children's table was knocked over, puzzle pieces everywhere, and the kids trying to pick them up. I groaned knowing who exactly did this, but I couldn't see Tyrant. I looked around, thinking he was hiding in a corner, but he wasn't even in sight. Although it was odd he just vanished like that, I bent down on my knees to pick up the table and help the kids pick up the puzzle pieces. That's when I hear that disturbing giggle again. I pause, knowing whose giggle that was. I look up, and then it happened. Tyrant swung a small wooden chair right into my face. The pain was so intense, I rolled backwards, my hands on my face, moaning in pain, trying to process what just happened. After the pain started to calm down, I get on one knee, looking at how Tyrant was giggling and holding the chair, as all the other kids stare in shock at him. That's when it all came to me. This little demon had planned this. He deliberately made a large mess, knowing I would bend down to clean it, so he would be able to hit me. At that point, all I felt was anger. I stood up, glaring at Tyrant as he giggled. Then, this kid had the audacity to go in for another strike, this time aiming for my stomach. But I grabbed the chair mid-swing, pulled it out of his hands, and slammed it on the ground, and let out a loud, ENOUGH! I said it so loud that it boomed through the entire house. Everything stopped. 
The kids, the noises, and even the adults talking. Uh-oh. Tyrant just stared at me, surprised, as I stood there still with anger, but then I hear loud stomping coming. The door swings open and it's my dad. He yells at me to come out of the room right now and to go and talk with the adults. When I go out, I see that the adults were all staring at me like I just poisoned the waterhole. My stepmom then said, Why are you yelling at kids? I tried to tell her, but I was interrupted by Tyrant's mum, who said, You have no reason to yell at kids. It was then I get lectured by each and every adult there at the same time, each talking over each other at me, telling me how awful and disrespectful I am. I started to cry and shouted at them to stop. I shouted that I yelled because Tyrant had hit me on the head with a chair. They all stopped and looked at each other. Again, I think I finally got their attention at this point, but I was wrong. Tyrant's mum spoke up and said, but he's way shorter than you. How could he do that? And before I could explain it, his dad says, even if he did it, he can't hurt that bad. He's only eight. These morons have no idea what it feels like to be hit in the face with a chair. I snapped and told them that if they listened and let me speak, they would get it. I guess I said it in a really peed off tone because the adults gasped and looked at me like I just killed someone. My dad then said, that's it, stood up and grabbed me by the arm. He dragged me out into his car and started it. I asked him what he's doing and he told me, your attitude has ruined Thanksgiving for us. I'm taking you back home. You don't deserve to have Thanksgiving dinner. I didn't even want to argue with him. I was angry, sick of all the BS, and I actually wanted to go home at that point. He drops me off back at home and he sped off in a hurry. So there I was, home alone, where I made my Thanksgiving dinner myself. Some soup and a grilled cheese. It was depressing, but it was a heck of a lot better than being stuck in that house with that demon spawn. The next day, I got the usual, you are grounded for a month and I'm taking your stuff away, but I didn't care. I was used to being punished regularly and treated like a troubled teen, but thankfully, all that ended when I finally got to move out in 2018. My dad did divorce my stepmom before that, but none of that mattered at the time because even though one problem was out of the house, there was still another. But now my life is not a part of his anymore. Now I'm a lot better and just recently I had a great socially distanced Thanksgiving with my friends and my grandmother. And I hope in the future I will continue to have good Thanksgivings. I mean, that that has to be one of the most mental stories I've ever read. I, I was shocked by the kid at first, but I guess kids can be horrible like that. Yes, this guy's a bully and whatever, and smacking you over the head with a chair is a bit mad. But you know, I've seen kids in the past do that. What I've not really seen is parents like this, including your own parents, just accepting it. Like, yeah, he's a kid. He smashed you with a wooden chair. Why Why does it Why does it matter? Like, why aren't you just dealing with it? What sort of reaction is that? I just don't understand. Why aren't Tyrant's parents having a go at him, telling him off, taking him home, rather than you being the one taken home by your own father who's telling you you should have done a better job and not got hit by a chair? Like, it's mad, honestly. The, the kid is something. Yes, he is entitled. But the parents around that table... Jesus, I mean, first of all, having you locked in a room is bad enough. Then, when you get smashed by a chair saying it was pretty much your fault, does it get much worse than that? I don't think so. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash Entitled Parents. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, and you are new around here, make sure to subscribe to the channel by hitting... I oh know, it's up here. My bad, it's up here. This is actually my merch, guys. Might want to check it out. I'm wearing it right now. It's amazing stuff. Good quality. And yeah, go and check it out. Perfect Christmas gift. If you want more right away, as always...
bother me. There is a playlist right here. Go and watch it. And I will see you all later with a brand new upload. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.